Hello and greetings, Matthew here, and I have a very special announcement for you. As some of you may have heard last episode, we here at Polyhedron wanted to do a meet and greet at this year's DragonCon convention in downtown Atlanta over Labor Day weekend. I am happy to say we've worked out our schedules and we'll be having this meet and greet at the Hyatt Regency Hotel Bar in downtown Atlanta at 8pm on September 1st. That's a Thursday just before DragonCon. We'll be hanging out, talking, drinking, and overall goobing about your favorite role-playing games. And if you're worried you won't know who we are, there'll be signs leading the way. So come on out, and I hope to see you there. Now on with your not-so-regular show. Polyhedron is a production of Headcanon Games, LLC. Please bookmark Headcanon Games for the latest in Polyhedron news. Polyhedron is sponsored by listeners like yourself. If you'd like to become a patron of Polyhedron, please go to patreon.com polyhedron. Now, on with your show. Welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG-related. I'm Linda. I'm Kelly. I'm Murphy. And I'm Christine. And welcome back to another Ladies' Night. Woo. Woo. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight, uh, we're going to talk about crafting. Uh... With RPG, because that's something we do. <laughs> we are all a crafty, crafty bunch. Yeah, it's a, it's a kind of a necessity, I think, in, in our hobby. Well, mostly in the LARPing community, that you have to be able to make things that I can't go by. Necessity is the mother of Yeah, exactly. And also, I like making my own stuff. Yeah, it's... it's the more fizz drops, satisfying. the better. Yep. Props, you have weapons, you have armor, you have costuming. There's just so many things. Even beyond that, I mean, you say props, but some of that can go to pretty, uh, that could be a pretty broad category. There's drawings and paintings that we have. Uh, Kelly has some that we have in Fractured. There's text props. Uh, jewelry. Jewelry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no why, don't, why don't we go around the room and everybody talk about what kind of crafts are their uh, particular specialty? I know we're all jacks of all trades around here. I am mostly a uh, crocheter, and that is the uh, yarn work with a hook, not with the two needles. <laughs> she will correct you. I will correct you. Knitting is for Betty Crocker recipe using dil- dilettantes and dabblers. They should be ashamed of themselves. We're going to get so many angry 40-something knitters. I'm going to get stabbed in the face with a knitting needle again. <laughs> if I had a nickel for each time. Yeah. Seven nickels. Seven nickels. Oh. Too many nickels. That's too many. Yeah. Um, but yes, I crochet. Uh, I also do some jewelry work. Um, not anything super intricate, but I do enjoy putting together sparklies. Um, might have something to do with the character I play. <laughs> Maybe just a tiny bit. Um, but I do a lot of little things as well, just dabbling. Um, as Murphy said, Jack of all trades is kind of, I don't know, a lot of the Crafters in our LARP community seem to have that ability. <laughs> it's true. I was actually talking with a friend about uh, crafting in rules last night, uh, who was interested in having uh, crafting broken up into different types of rules. I'm like, okay, but in real life, uh, if I can make, if I can sew, I also probably make little mechanical things. This is me personally, or <laughs> weird sculpy things. I know how to put drywall in the house. 
those of us who like to work with our hands like to do a lot of different stuff. Right. That's what I'm trying to say here. And I think that's a that's a two pronged uh, reason. I'm sorry, I totally cut uh, you guys off from describing what you were doing. Well, we're tangent. None of us cool. have done it yet Excellent. besides Linda. Fantastic. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep talking. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, Kelly. A, we'll get back to you. I think it's a a two sided um, reason for that. One is that like if you're in the middle of a project, for instance, I'm building a May from Overwatch costume cosplay for Dragon Con, and I need to build an ice gun that will also pour drinks out of my camel pack. Um, that's that's my I goal. have things that I can help you I with. Was, I was going to bring this up to you later, because I know you're better at, I like, immediately have some great ideas. <laughs> I'm going to take a yeah. nozzle off a cooler. Are you and okay use it with using a super soaker that we paint up really cool, one of the ones with the hose? And we can connect the hose to... Okay, <laughs> never mind! So, so this is Give me my pen back, I want to start writing up... Do... No, no. <laughs> this is actually... Because I'm a seamstress, but I'm gonna I'm learning fabrication uh, and, like, metalwork so I can do other stuff with my costumes. Also, because, like you said, if you're good with your hands, you just want to make more stuff. Yes. Well, yeah. you, you're welcome to my metalworking stuff, and... Yeah, we'll, uh, I don't we'll know how well happen. the sound of me rubbing my hands together excitedly. Uh, sort of doing a Mr. Burns slash Scrooge McDuck <laughs> looking at gold kind of gesture. I'm pretty excited right now. But yeah, and uh, I do a fair bit of sewing, not as well as Christine. I'm not a Don't sell yourself short. I know you don't do it as much, but that peacock dress is one of the coolest things yeah, I've ever seen. Yeah, that peacock dress is fucking super baller. stoked to see your... Uh, I, I had help. Um, I did have help, but yes, that was... That was really fun to make and cool, and I am sewing a dress that is also a light show for Dragon Con. I'm so excited about that. I can't wait to yes. just sit and watch that dress. Yeah. Oh, we should go dancing with a light-up dress. Oh, I will oh, be wearing, wearing one. it. I will that's be wearing it to dress. the rave. Yes. I will be wearing it to the rave. Um, so, yeah, that's... that's. You were going to get a lot of attention. Matt might have to punch a dude out. <laughs> Maybe. I'll punch I, a dude out. It's fine. Don't yeah, worry. I've, I've decided and, and I've Every registered for the um, the costume contest on Friday night. You are going to yeah, win best That's novice. rad. I, All right, guys. I so know. if you're out anyway. there in podcast land, this is probably airing after Dragon Con. Not sure what the schedule is, but uh, if you're at Dragon Con, go vote for Linda. Yeah. If this is airing and you're listening to it at Dragon Con right now. if Or at least go to the costume Nobody contest. Nobody has data her. access to Dragon Con. That's true. <laughs> Pokemon All right, let's build an antenna. So sad. <laughs> okay, so that was me. Kelly's next. All right, <laughs> yay, my turn. We're going around the around the table. Okay, uh, so predominantly, uh, I draw. I've drawn forever, so that's what I like to do. It's my current character is a painter, so it works out really well, conveniently, and makes use of that art degree that I demanded <laughs> that I have. Uh, <laughs> but because. Uh, Girl Scouts, I totally blame that, and my mother. I can't imagine growing up in a family that doesn't craft. Like, any, everybody in my family, well, all the women in my family craft. I've got something for that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, if I can't, basically, I'm very handy with a hot glue gun. I have asbestos fingertips from years and years of hot glue gun management. I, I make my own arm. Well, I have made my own armor. I will probably make more armor later because I do enjoy it. I just don't have the time the, for it. The craft foam molded stuff? The craft stuff. foam uh, armor that I made a uh, rib cage out of, which was super awesome. Really awesome. It was one of the gothier um, things I've seen around town. <laughs> <laughs> I think we probably all made our own armor at some point. Yeah, um, my initial one was a, a crappy leather tunic that I sewed together. It was literally two pieces of leather that I sewed together at the shoulder because I'm not very good with sewing. I'm going to try and work on changing that, but... Uh, yeah, pretty much if it's a, a 2D visual item, I will do my best to, to make something with it, and occasionally I dabble in ceramics. I do like ceramics. I don't Me like too. sculpting. I haven't done it in a long time, but I love using the pottery wheel. It's so fun. Uh, I love the feeling of clay. 
never had the pottery wheel, but I love. I, I want to just... take this opportunity to plug a uh, group in Atlanta that I really love called Wonder Root. They are a art space in um, close to Little Five, and they have a pottery studio, and uh, it's twelve dollars a month to have use of the pottery studio to bring your own supplies. I believe it's been a while since I've been. I used Murphy. to be a member. Murphy. I can show you this place. It's this wonderful. Is, we this is do where this. we insert the sound effect of someone running across the room and a door slamming as Kelly leaves the yes. podcast. Yeah, when, when I was a member, I used to teach bookbinding there, and uh, I was also a member, and it was 60 bucks a year back then. I think they still have a budget membership that's like 60 bucks a year, and uh, they might that's have others. really good. They have a recording studio, classes, um, computer studio for art, and um, cool. you know, just usual computer cool. use, nice. dark room, pottery studio, and they also hang, uh, they also display local artist art, and they have shows, um, music, uh, they have a downstairs to venue. Well, it's my new favorite thing. Uh, that's where um, my wedding was, in fact. So. Awesome. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to wrap up super fast, and I just made my very first weapon by giving, by, uh, for, for an upcoming Fracture game. So, well, my second weapon, my first one was 20 pounds of uh, this <laughs> terrible cra uh, camping foam and pool noodles. Oh, so no. I used pool noodles for my first one. Okay, yeah. pool noodles had their place. They had their place, but it was a, it was a long sword, so it was already like ridiculously unwieldy. That's like my Adrian, first weapon like, for Fracture. Adrian took a look at it, like, please don't. Adrian was nice to me about mine. Uh, Adrian's acquaintance of ours, who also works with uh, some of the LARPs around, one of the LARPs around and town. he makes ultralight weapons. He's very good Beautiful at weapons. Ask Evie about Jingly Doom sometime. It was really, it was a, uh, a halberd we made for her that was really whiffy, so we stuck a dowel rod in it. Um, uh, I actually did that with my first staff, and it really helped a lot. It was half I like the wide. way that it was uh, so heavy. Uh, Evie, Evie did push-ups for that. Ah, that's uh, cute. Uh, so yeah, I think that's it. Otherwise, if it's something I can attack with a glue gun, I've probably done it. In, yeah, so done. Boom. All right. Um, <laughs> I actually have a very, on a schedule. I have a very long crafting resume. I was I was actually a crafter well before I ever started LARPing, and even before I started doing tabletop. Um, I've done it since I was a kid. Uh, my family is not crafters. My mom sews a bit, and she's pretty good at it, though she doesn't do it super oft, uh, often. Uh, my dad is not crafty even a little bit, so it was always my job to, say, put a grill together or fix the stove or <laughs> design my own Halloween costumes that my mom and I would then figure out how to actually make. One of my first designs was candy corn when I was this was one of my first uh, times I remember making a costume when I was about six. <laughs> so I had to figure out how to do it. She bought me the felt, and I sewed it together, and... We made a made me a candy corn. We also designed uh, some other costumes, but I always did lots of um, art stuff when I was a child. I did extracurricular art um, art classes for many many years. My teachers, in fact, is uh, still teaching in my hometown. I did Girl Scouts as well. Did a lot of crafty stuff there. And also, if I was left alone in the house, any objects that were not glued to the wall would be made into other objects. I was. Uh, <laughs> Always very into that. I, I did not have a good Barbie playhouse, so I made my own, and then I made a carriage that was terrible. And So yeah, I've always been a crafter. I love fabricating things. I love making things out of weird materials and sourcing them. I also do, uh, for LARP, one of the first things I made besides my weapons was a chainmail-lined vest for a character I play that wears a suit. So that was a lot of fun for me, and um, nowadays when I can't sleep, I like to make chainmail jewelry. Um, I do jewelry. I'm not uh, very good at drawing, unlike the other people in the room, though I do quite enjoy it. And what else? I make uh, do some metalworking, uh, make pop guns for one of the games we play. I spent today doing leatherworking, which has been a huge passion of mine. Recently, uh, I had some. I don't put a lot of things publicly on the internet, but I had some pictures I'd made uh, of a bag I made for my mom for her birthday, and she we put them up online, and I got accused of uh, being a Chinese knockoff of a designer bag. <laughs> one of the highest. Which I have to say, yeah, I was like, oh, I've I've seen those bags. You think my bag looks like a, a designer? 
How nice. <laughs> so the stranger and I had a, a, a pretty friendly conversation, but yeah, I do lots and lots of leather working. Bags, LARP things. I really wanted to make some nice leather uh, leather armor, but the, the payoff for that's not as good. I'm currently working on a quiver for a friend of ours. So Her bags yeah. are so pretty, guys. Aww, her bags so are so pretty. Yeah, really. Also, um, to rebut your not being good, I have three of your paintings hanging up in my house. Yes, two of those were ones that I uh, told was trying to throw away, and you took the ones that you brought the fracture. <laughs> I know you don't remember it that way, but I was sober, <laughs> and we were uh, we were hanging out with a friend, and um, I was painting. I'm like, oh, I really like these, but these are the first draft, and she she took them, and they've showed up in LARP. I mean, if they're creepy. I remember it as me having rescued things. That's actually that's not that inaccurate. That your exacting eye would not well, would not tolerate. I, I have the final drafts of those too. The the graveyard, the, the grave that says she tried, and the candle are hanging in my kit in my bathroom right now. They're pretty good. I, okay, I do love to paint. I'm not. Uh, and I've also got the fishy you made me. Yeah, that that was that was us making stuff for each other. I have the fishes that uh, I think you painted hanging on my wall as well. Great uh, white fishes yeah, on a gray yeah, background. Yeah. Yep, that's in my living room now. And so is the heart that yeah, you painted fantastic. recently. So, yeah. All right, I guess I do paint, but <laughs> I love painting. I guess I'm talented. I guess I'm talented at whatever. I do a little sewing. I'm not the seamstress that either uh, Christine or Linda are even close. I actually draft more of my own patterns, and they're very simple. But I do quite enjoy it. And, yeah, so if you need something made, probably somebody in this room can make it for you. <laughs> I've done a little woodworking, a little bit of uh, a little bit of carpentry work a few times. It's not something I'm super good at, but I always enjoy helping out when somebody needs a, an extra pair of hands. My dad has a lathe if you want to come do, over to our house. I do. I want a lathe so bad. Oh, I also do a lot of sculpty work. I make wands, um, prosthesis for characters, horns. I've made some jewelry. I, you do too, right, Linda? Sculpty stuff? Yeah, some. Yeah. I, mostly it's making uh, the in-play money for Fractured. Yeah, I've done that too. <laughs> we um, go through a lot of it. And God, do you need more? Well, actually... Mary made like 200 for this game. Okay, good. Oh, I, yeah, I know I donated... I think I like, might have half of your stock, though. God damn it, Sorry. Linda. It's, Surprisingly, it, Daisy's also quite wealthy. I it's not mine. It's not mine. Yeah. It all belongs to different people that I'm making stuff for. But you're the best. So, I know we've talked about the LARPs we, we participate in before. Um, we, we talked quite a bit about Fractured. Christine's actually on staff for Fractured. And, uh, also on staff for another LARP we quite love, uh, ATE After the End, That's which you true. guys should also yep. check out. It's she fantastic. made a mech suit. Yes. I didn't want to, to steal her thunder. <laughs> it was amazing. It was fucking rad, and in my car for a week after she made it, I just dropped it off uh, last night. It was very cool. And I helped. <laughs> I helped too. We all helped. Do I, I get didn't, for that? I didn't help. I just saw the finished oh, product. Oh my god. You write something about brownie tag. I'll remember that I'll later. Yeah. yeah, Kelly. Uh, whoop, Kelly wasn't gonna. Be. Okay, so my name is Christine, um, and I am primarily a seamstress. When I was 12, I wanted to be Queen Elizabeth I for Halloween because I had very bright red hair as a child, and I was a history nerd. What a specific thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I, I had the um. What were they called? Um, the, uh, the princess diary, not uh, the princess diaries, but the diaries that were written, like, in the first person view I remember of those. adolescent yeah, yeah. princesses, and you could read, like, Marie Antoinette and, um, Elizabeth I, and they were very interesting, very good historical, a lot of it was, you know, washed out for kids, like, we didn't hear about a lot of violence. You're marrying or... this guy because you don't get a choice, and yeah, also, if you get sick, you're, uh, getting better is not an option, because we don't have that yet. Yeah, there's, uh, the, dude, the most heartbreaking one was I read the one of the last princes of Hawaii. Oh my and, god. Like, they did not clean that one up. Like, well, they cleaned it up, um, but they, it's, it, 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 it didn't pull punches. It was rough. Yeah. But yeah, those are really good. What are I they need called? something new to read. I'm going to look American this up. His... Oh, bookbinding. That's the other thing I do. 
but my book's rad. I'll, Sorry, go ahead. I'll look up the the name of that at some point, and I'll get the name of that to you, um, Murph. But they're really great. They're they're young adult fiction, but they're quite good. They I think they stand up pretty well. Anyway, I wanted to be Queen Elizabeth the first for Halloween, so my mom was like, "Okay, cool." Mother's a Trixie woman. <laughs> we went to Joanne's. When I picked up fabric. Yeah, we went home. And then she's like, all right, sit here, and sat me down in front of the sewing machine. And she's like, now here's how it works. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's not what I signed up for here. I thought you were doing this. I ended up making my skirt, and my mom helped with the bodice a little bit. But, yeah, I made my first, like, full Elizabethan court gown at the age of 12. And then I went to Dragon Con next year and made costumes for that. And then my parents are giant nerds, and they've been taking me to Dragon Con since I was, like, 13, 14, so... Part of me's jealous, part of me's not on that one. I I think it's pretty sweet, um, but I'm a little biased. I don't know it any other way. Um, my family fully supports my nerd habit. They they think it's wonderful. Oh, they we, always we ask make what the characters sure we are don't up run to. into each other more than once for dinner at Dragon Con. Like we have a schedule. We ha we all have the Dragon Con app, and like Dad is Dad texts me throughout the day. He's like, I'm going to this the dirigible race, and that was a thing, by the way. Someone's dirigible <laughs> fell and hit someone on the head. Um, <laughs> But but he'll keep me updated, so I don't have to run into them at Dragon Con while I'm you know drunk and at a rave or something. Yeah, my, my not that my Hello! parents would be there. <laughs> my my parents have never gone, um, but they were com considering getting a day pass to come. Just to, to see your dress to come to the costume contest. That's a good oh, idea. Yes. They should totally do that. Now I want to invite my family to Dragon Con. I don't know. Mom, I mean, Dad, if y'all listen to this, you're welcome to come to Dragon Con with me. <laughs> I know I told you not to come LARPing. <laughs> no, you guys are welcome to come LARPing. My mom came LARPing, too. My mom did, too. Well, mom brought me to LARP that one time when I had the broken leg. That's right. For some reason, I was oh, no. hardcore and wanted to go to the game with a broken leg. I think I wanted the XP. I don't you remember. You wanted the XP. You did. Also, your mom was adorable. Yeah, she she pretended to be. Did you orange headband or were you super hardcore? I, I was orange headband. I couldn't move. Okay, I was sitting <laughs> there with a chair. Cast. People brought her things. Good I thing should have been princess. orange headband at one well, game when I was hurt, but instead I have a scar. But, so. but yeah, no. Um, uh, I was playing Annalyn at the time, the princess, and so my mom came as my quote unquote servant. And she brought me stuff. It's funny because my mom also played as someone who was like under your. She was uh, she was a gardener from your uh, from your castle. Yep. I remember when your mom. Came yeah, my too. mother awesome. would not go out of play to go to bed, and so she ended up running from some monsters on her way to bed and tripped and like bruised her ribs because she was holding her sewing basket. <laughs> and then the next morning she didn't know the difference between a white headband and an orange headband, and oh, so she no. wore a white headband to breakfast and was upset that no one was talking to her. And I was like, well, Mom, it's because you've been out of play for the last two hours. I appreciate that your mom is very hardcore. My mother I don't is think I've ever met your mom. My mother is fucking rad. Um, you, I, you, she'll be at DragonCon. You can meet her there. All right. Fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, I sew. Um, uh, I've gotten way too into jewelry making. I think I have, like, 15 necklaces sitting around my house doing nothing right now. Yeah, we really need to update our Etsy shops. God damn. <laughs> um, I do warbler work. I make armor out of that. I'm not... As good as some of the pros out there, I'm still learning my way, and I'm mostly self-taught. Um, also, because I use, because I do it for LARPs, I can't do any of the fancy filigree on it. I think oh, uh, the stuff you the did for um, for Tadavati for Dylan was that pretty. Was, that, that's good. Pretty I'm, cool. really, I'm really fond of this, how the Century armor corset turned yes. out for him. And stained wing for Morgan at Forest of Doors is mm -hmm. one of is my uh, that's that's the thing I'm proudest of. It's quite good. We really need to give pictures uh, up on the. <laughs> we do. We should probably so. put um, should probably direct people to where we have some of these up or yeah. put them up on Twitter. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely. Because everyone out there wants to look at our stuff, guys. Look at my stuff. Be it's ready so to nice. be ready to appreciate our art. We are going to yes. show you so many pictures. Um, and we'll I'm, put up our Etsy stores too, which we'll talk about. Well, those yeah, later. we'll talk about those later. I, I also oh, crochet. I don't, I don't crochet as much as Linda, but I don't think anyone crochets as much as Linda. 
Uh, <laughs> Linda, I, if you don't have your dragon eggs up on Etsy, by the way, you, you need, need to. to and also, I want one. So, we'll talk eggs. later. I have a similar pattern for a, a flower pouch that uh, that mm -hmm. opens up. It's quite good. I, I made a I, I made <clears throat> a pineapple bag for Lizzie. Oh, that's so cute. And she saw the dragon the dra dragon egg bag, and she was like, can you make it look like a pineapple? You do this with the, the crocodile stitch scale? No, actually. I, I looked at it, and I was like, well, those are upside down. I'll just make another one. I'll make a new pattern. It'll be fine. <laughs> just upside down. Just do it upside down. <laughs> uh, I love the R&D aspect of making, of figuring out, looking at what... Imagining what you want for your end process and figuring out how to do that. Because a lot of the stuff we all make, oh, yeah. there's not patterns out there for. You know, if we want to make oh, chain yeah. mail, there's patterns for that. It's easy. Tedious, but easy. But, you know. There's not patterns for half the stuff we make. Also, crochet is the easiest for R&D, or the best, I should say, for R&D, not the easiest. Because you can just frog it and redo it. You don't lose any resources. Except my hatred of yarn. Okay, well, that's just a growing resource. So you're <sighs> actually coming out ahead. It's true. I'll end up with more hatred of yarn. Excellent. Oh, and the other the other thing I've gotten kind of into is uh, prop making for the games that I run. Uh, as was mentioned, I did make a, an eight foot tall mech suit. Um, my foot pieces were the only thing I was unhappy about. I had a PVC skeleton set up, but it didn't quite turn out how I wanted it to, and I wasn't quite sure it was going to be stable enough for running around after PCs and chasing them down with an automatic gun and a Nerf gun, automatic Nerf gun, and a four foot. <laughs> no, no, no. We're hardcore. That's why we'll win against the patriarchy. We have our homemade automatic Nerf guns. So instead, that's I, why they're not here. The morning of the game, went to my parents' house, stole my dad's, borrowed my dad's pneumatic nail gun, and that's actually what she used at game. It was it really, was, really uh, immersive. They got out of the way real fast. I got to tell you, I actually been shot by a nail gun before. They uh, lose I, a lot of their uh, momentum from across the room. I almost shot myself doing it. Uh, nailing my shoes to the to the wood plank. Because you should take your feet out of them first. I didn't realize that there was a metal, um, yeah, the a, a, a metal balancing thing in the foot that I that I had purchased. I thought it was just a hard leather shit sole. Oh. Uh, I was wrong. Um, and I saw sparks, and then the nail gun or the nail in the gun like made a complete 180, like parabolic arc. And I was like, oh, okay, and I ducked. It was fine, but it was an adventure. So yeah, the morning of I I made 12 inch. Um, boosters for my feet that were just solid wood. So it was about 20 pounds on either foot. So as I was stomping towards yeah, I've actually cabin, been given some thought about what we can do about that if I you plan to use that again. Buckets is the way to go. Buckets, maybe. Yeah. Buckets are the way to go. But Damn I it, I wanted to make something. Leg. Day. <laughs> leg. <laughs> Which is apparently a meme among the more martial-minded of us. Uh, the less the less doughy of us out there. But yeah, so that we're, was we're crafters and LARPers, and you know. Paper mache and paint made up to look like. And one of the things I do want to say is, and I'm sure a lot of people out there listening to us, we are not the only crafters. We are a tiny, tiny amount of the crafters in our in our yeah, group. This room is only so big. Yeah. So. And while we are Ladies' Night podcast, because fuck the patriarchy, it's not just a girl thing. Crafting is a great way for lots and lots of people to get to express their creativity, and I love seeing all the new things people come up with. Oh yeah, and to get involved in the in the community in general, because it, we're all like, I'm always open for crafternoons. Oh yeah, that's actually that was actually before I ever played uh, one of my. Um, ways I interacted with Forest of Doors is I used to come help make weapons when they mm -hmm. were first starting out and uh, occasionally would help make other things for them. And it was just a way for me to hang out with my friends who were running this cool game that I was too shy to come play. But, you know, it was a nice way to meet people. That might have been the first time. Mm, no, I don't think that's where I met you. I think I met you and Never After. But, pointing at Christine. But, uh, yeah, we have so many people who are into it and we have a very supportive community. We don't 
tend to get too competitive when we meet somebody else who likes to make even the same kind of things we do. It's not, this is my design, keep out. It's, let's talk about this. Um, Tobias uh, copied one of my railcasters, which are these little uh, metal copper pop guns I make for one of our games, and I have my own design, and somebody else copied my design, and I think made it better. <laughs> and he was, he was very apologetic. He's like, I hope you don't mind. I stole your ideas. I was like, this is great. I'm making one that looks like that. <laughs> so, you know, I love that aspect. I love that that's a way we can socialize with each other, especially for those of us who are shy. Well, yeah, because everybody has their own style of doing stuff, so it's never really like, you're copying me. It's more like, oh, wow, that's a, I never thought of it that way. And that's when there awesome. is a little bit of that, I, I, okay, I, I, occasionally I'll be like, I could have made that better. But that's not, I, well, I never want to say that to somebody. That's that's horrible. I, that's that's counterproductive and not a good thought to have. I try to, to fight that impulse. Or if I do think that, I, I talk about ideas of, if we do it again, let's do it this way. Oh, it's yeah. a very inclusive hobby, and, you know, yeah, I probably, go ahead. Oh, no, I was, uh, it being inclusive and, you know, it's actually a very, very good way to socialize. Um, are you still doing, Christine, the, um, uh, what did you call it, the, the brownie? We are still doing brownies, Boone. Um, so Mary and I make a lot of scarves, and we make too many scarves. Mary's another craft master prime uh, in our group. Um, and we dress up like fairies and put them around Marietta Square and some other areas in town. They don't put fairies around, they put the scarves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We scarves. Put, we put the scarves It's around. actually very heartwarming. They put scarves, gloves, water. Um, little, uh, little signs People for really it. appreciate we it. Visit, uh, we also visit um, uh, women and children's shelters dressed as fairies and, and donate that. Uh, they're less, less call for it in the summer in yeah, Georgia, well, um, but we're picking back up in the autumn. Yeah, I've just, uh, I actually had a a couple of patterns for like mesh bags. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. I just hadn't gotten them to you yet. <laughs> that is uh, something people often need. And um, another thing we could add, I might get a bunch of cheap sewing kits to put in your boxes because that's something people always, always need. But, yeah, um, no, because I loved hanging out with, with you guys doing that. I only got to come over a couple times because I'm super busy in the fall. I, I'd like to come. I don't want to make, I don't want to make scarves. I just want yeah, to be helpful. Yeah, absolutely. It's open invite. Like just, Show up. Hooray! I get to dress like a fairy. Yeah, I'm always nervous because I'm like, what time is it? Is it, do, I, do I have wings? What's my outfit? No, you can combine it with Loki like, walks you now. You can go as like Fay or like, I don't know. I will be a demon. What, what else? Sure, whatever. <laughs> Maybe not on the 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 children's shelters days, but we'll sure, see. Well, that, that one. That <laughs> one no, no, thing I love dressing like a fairy. Like a fluffy a fairy. Christmas fairy. That, that sounds adorable. Uh, do you have the pictures? I do. Yep. They're on uh, Facebook. <laughs> oh, okay. I should look at them. I, I don't see Facebook as often as a lot of people, so I miss kind of, I miss stuff like that unless I'm Facebook stalking someone. <laughs> Which occasionally, when I'm in a uh, case state of mania, uh, I will do, and also uh, end up staying up all night crafting. I think everyone here probably has that experience. Yeah, I've had a couple times where Matt will come in and. Uh, will be like, are you coming to bed, honey? And I'm like, I just have to finish this stitch. And he's, yeah. he's all like, okay. And he wanders away. And I'm like, yeah, I, can, I can go for another 20, just 20 minutes. Yeah. 20, just oh. 30 minutes. I don't know how on many times I've... Oh, go ahead. Oh, so on that note, what do you do to get into the crafting space? Do you have a designated area? Do you have mm -hmm. like certain music? Or what, what goes on to get you in the crafting headspace? I do one of two things. I will either put on music that generally doesn't have words, the like if it's instrumental it helps, or I will find a show or a YouTuber that I have watched a bajillion times and put on that. So that it's is, just 
background That's exactly what I do. I put on TV shows that I'm familiar with or music that I like but doesn't have words and doesn't make me want to get up and play my guitar. <laughs> so, um, And I actually I also do that when I'm working. When I'm, when I've I'm, watched Markiplier play through Doom about 12 times now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've uh, listened to all the John Trons and Game, Game Grumps yeah. at least twice, maybe three times. And so much Futurama. Um, but it's more than that, too. Or is there another thing you were saying that you have to get in the crafting headspace? Or, uh, um, headspace. That was a terrible word. <laughs> uh, it, it also kind of depends on what I'm making. Um, I will get into modes where I'll be like, I find this pattern, and I'm going to print it off. And I do this pattern. And look, I'm doing this pattern. Oh, it's taking a long time. And then it, it's, it, I have to, like... And then I'll be like, oh, look, another pattern. So I have to, like, keep myself to one pattern because I have a really bad habit mm. of, like, oh, that's a cool I wouldn't pattern. know anything about that. <laughs> and then I'll print it off and be like, all right, I'm going to put this on the pile of patterns to do later. Yeah, I keep a whiteboard that has kind of projects I either have been commissioned for or just want to do. And I try, like, when I'm, when I'm in one of my – I have to produce a whole lot of stuff modes, which they come and go. I'm not always motivated. Um, I'll try to be like, okay, Murph, at least finish one thing that you have to do before you do that new crazy idea you have. Yeah. You're really excited that you want to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. I still have a throw blanket that I need to do. Fortunately, it's not due until, like, Christmas, so I can start it whenever I want. I find I work best <laughs> under the gun. I find I work best when I don't have a long period of time between when somebody asks for something and when it's actually due, because I tend to put it off. Like, that's, that's a kind of a problem for me. It's better if somebody's like, can you make this by next week? I'm like, can do. All right, going to be up all night. Let's make some coffee. And I was like, oh, I just need it whatever you're done. You'll never get it. I, I, yeah. I, I also do commissions unless you give me a due date. I don't, yeah, I need a due date, and, and I don't usually want cash up front unless I need it for the materials because. Yeah, then you'll feel awful about not having it yet. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't work for free, typically. Mm -hmm. Even though it's not necessarily has to be money, it's just I have a weird thing about I don't work for free. It's very hard for me to actually get something done. But, um, yeah, it, it's better if somebody gives me money when I give them the product, whatever it is we're ma I'm making, I'll and the due date. I'll give family discounts because my aunt commissions a lot for me. <laughs> oh, I make gifts for my family all the time but, yeah, and, but and my friends. I mean, but... gifts I don't charge for, but she, she actually will contact me and be like, can you make this thing? And I'm like, okie doke. <laughs> <laughs> You got it. I'll generally just charge her for materials, mm -hmm. um, but I don't do that for everybody because then I would never make any money. So. It's true, and for me, crafting is an expensive enough hobby. Usually, what I uh, the the way my pricing works out is I try to make enough on um on a commission to help defray the cost of my other crazy ideas that I'm making just for fun. <laughs> I have a huge pile of books I've made that have no destination or no plans in mind. I should probably go ahead and put those up on my Etsy between now and when this airs. Because um, it's just something I'll just do. I just okay, now I have a big stack of books. And I love making them so when I make a commission for somebody I started doing the crafting and kick flips thing where when we were uh, <laughs> when we were playing a tabletop I'll just be making a necklace and the She does, yeah. And I have I make origami when we're playing tabletop. I have a bag of your origami in my house. I've been finding just it. Just give it to the house. bird. I give it to the rats in my house. They love it. They tear it up. I didn't know it was it was like something that you wouldn't feel bad if I oh, All right, well no. Moose is gonna destroy that. I have it's to make stuff all the time with my hands or I get fidgety, so that's kinda how I avoid playing on my phone or reading a book or standing and walking around like a crazy person is I, I do things with my hands and I mean that's all the time, even at work I draw or if nobody's looking too closely, I'll make origami or something. But <laughs> I'm on a conference call, not a regular, not, not not an in-person meeting. That'd be rude. So then I want you making origami at work. 
Well, no, but it'd be unprofessional. <laughs> I'm in a meeting with a client. I'm wearing a suit. Oh, I'm I just sitting here saying. making a crane because I'm, I'm bored by what they're saying. I'm on I'm on phones, so yeah. I, I'm making a giant circle shawl at work. Cool. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, that's, that's I'm a compulsive I, note taker more than anything else at work. That's when I generally will crochet is uh, because I'm on phones at my work, and um, I'm just sitting there up there, and it's like, well, i to pull up my yarn. Actually, what I've been doing recently is uh, stringing the um, bodice for my light-up dress with yeah. conductive thread. A lot of man hours. Oh, I wish I could craft it work, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't have the kind of job where I could do that, unfortunately. I mean, I um, get my work done. I do get my work done before I do, you know, I put all my orders in, all that good stuff, but then I'm sitting there during the afternoon sometimes going, well... Oh, yeah, or when I'm on a call where I need to listen, but don't really have a lot to say or something, it'd be nice yeah, to be able to do that. I do walkthroughs at work. Mm -hmm. um, I walk people through um, technical questionnaires. So I just, I have my hands free because all I'm doing is talking. So as I, long as I can count my stitches silently, I'm good. <laughs> I did recently, I had a, a meeting with a, a fairly large client, some, some suits from another company that was working with mine. And, and I'm a compulsive note taker. I use one of the books I made. And um, I just happened to flip through it and they saw the drawings I made in between and were asking me about it. Just, just doodle. <laughs> it was, it was kind of fun. It probably seemed very odd to them because who takes notes in a notebook these in this day and age? We all have laptops and phones. But, um, so we're kind of getting away though from the role playing aspect of it. So why don't we talk a little bit about when, uh, a little bit more about when um, they role play and crafting synergize. I mean, we all talked about the armor we make, but um, I've made a pretty shawl for my fractured character. It's made of sparkle yarn because that's how this character rolls. <laughs> um, but I did, I made it myself, and I wear it during the cold months. Um, and every, you know, whenever I pull it out, um, I get at least one compliment, uh, generally from the same people. And I'm like, you've we seen just this love before. it. <laughs> yeah, okay, but we're goldfish. Yeah, we, we are. Also, that character is a crafter because we have a crafting it, system. Yeah, that's what I wanted to bring up. Yes, our, in all the games that we play, there is a crafting system. There is a quite robust crafting system. Yes, and uh, and she Linda plays a jewel crafter. She makes jewelry, and even if I don't actually make the fabulous. pieces, um, I can generally take out. I'll, I'll go to Goodwill. Um, they used to have, then they still have near my parents. Um, they'll have just bags of costume jewelry. Ooh, I want um, that. They don't have it so much over here, so I have to kind of pick and choose pieces. Um, but if I can go get one of those bags, I can just take that and be like, okay, so here's this thing. Oh, that's broken. Well, let me fix that. And then we're going to add on a touch here and add <laughs> on some there. Um, so I will – it's not crafting from the ground up, but it is um, – God, what's a good word for it? Just it's enhancing? A, yeah. Well, it, you're still – it has the same element of crafting of I have this thing that I need that I don't have exact you know I don't have an exact description of what it is but I have a basic idea okay I need materials to meet that need and what do I need to do to make them one of my favorite parts of crafting is actually sourcing for materials I love finding weird stuff to make what we need out of oh yeah that's pretty um, much how I cosplay oh yeah it's like I can't I don't really sew so I just like get components and do the best I can to make it all look like one piece and hot glue gun. Your uh, your tattered Jane dress at DragonCon last year was or two years ago was pretty. Oh yeah, pretty no, baller. I did most of that because I'm like it's it's tattered and ripped up and I'm like it can look bad. That's fine. It's the point. And actually turned out pretty well. And Amy helped me with the waistband. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> 
time for shout outs. Yes. Well, and uh, and you play the artist character. You play Marisa. Yep. Um, Versace. <laughs> Marisa. <laughs> yes, I did a, a in the crafting system. There's specialties that you can take. So Linda's character, uh, Nymira, took jewelry crafting. I took artistry. Then um, there's also weapon crafting, armor crafting, gardening. Gardening, which was, was my previous character was gardener. I really problem. like crafting. Yep. In this these games. <laughs> Yeah, my very first character actually had craft. She was an alchemist, because um, I really liked WoW, and WoW alchemy was fun for me. Uh, and I'm like, oh, this will be fun. I like herbs, and this will be great. And I'm like, no, no, artistry is much more enjoyable, and it was also an, a conscious decision on my point, so I would keep drawing and keep mm -hmm. painting. So everything that Murasaki comes in with that she's created, I created. I created in her style, which is slightly different than mine, but not too much, so it's still feasible. I make well, different handwritings for my characters. And I'll have different drawing styles. I'm not that I good. I can't even read my own handwriting. I have excellent handwriting. <laughs> you do. Um, my Mara's handwriting is really loopy. And you're also See? playing a crafter in ATE. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I could stop anytime I want, but I uh, No, it's an addiction for all of us. Um, for me, in fact, it's, it's actually one of the things that keeps me sane. If I'm feeling depressed and listless, I go make something that makes me feel better, and... Uh, if I'm not feeling depressed and listless, it still makes me feel better. It's everybody. Li I think we all like seeing our, our the fruits of our labors. It's always very satisfying. It Here's is. a finished product, a thing I made that I am proud of. I actually need to get tinkering lessons from you for my next character. Okie doke. Yeah, I I played a tinkerer before and really didn't know how much how to do it, and I have a stupid fear of power tools, which is really dumb. I know. Um, uh, no, it's not. They're super dangerous. You see the scars all over my hands. Drill, spring got stuck into my hand. Uh, I have several questions. Uh, I accidentally touched a grinding wheel. Um, it's actually the reason I failed my sculpture class is because I took it because I thought, like, oh, it'll be ceramic sculpture. No, it's all woodworking sculpture. That sounds so fun. And concrete. And I'm just like, <laughs> no. It, did, it didn't work, by the oh. way. For me, it didn't work. It's a wonderful... It, you know, a healthy respect for tap power tools is not the worst Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's actually pretty have. good. But, but, yeah, Senpai, help me. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I will. I use a torch a lot. Um, so you have to be not afraid of that if we're going to be doing metalworking kind of stuff, but um, for soldering. It might be better with fire. Okay. Have you have you uh, touched the soldering pin by accident? Oh, the, yeah. Oh, I've got I've got solder all over me. Hot solder. I always I picked up the soldering iron by the wrong end so many oh times. My, God. my dad did that once. He for he, oh, more he, than he I just count. he just grabbed yep. onto the wrong end and yep. it's like well that's yep. seven hundred degrees. Suddenly yep. your palm is gone. I do it all the time. I do. I actually use a uh, soldering iron when I'm uh, for some of my leather crafting instead of carving. I'll uh, burn designs into things and. So cool. It's a lot of fun, but... I, I, I like it better than a swivel knife, also. I do, too. I really kind of want to go to... I think it's Michael's or Joanne's. They have a $15 wood-burning pin yep. that I kind of want to go get. Yep, it's just it's it's just, a, it's just a cheap soldering iron. It's the same exact thing. It's a cheap way to get it, and um, the one they have there has a few different tips on it, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I actually like, had one of those. That was one of my first ones. I was like, it's only $15. I could buy that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... Lock the cats out of the room when you use it. Uh, I knock oh, mine over God. all the time. They and... love to help me. Yeah, I know, right? There, I'm sure they're such helpers. What? Especially what? with my line of crafting. Yeah. They're like, is that yarn ball over there? It oh, needs to be that... over here. Is that yarn for me? <laughs> is that nice of you? So, um, 
do you guys tend to have a project in mind and then work towards it, or do you look at the materials you have and say, what could I make from this? I'm sort of curious. I do, I do both. Um, I have a huge problem of cutting out adorable clothes and then not making them. I have a pile six high of cute little pinup, like, retro-tastic. I do the same thing with sewing, actually. Well, I've decided I'm remaking my whole wardrobe for, like, office, like, (laughs) retro-tastic. I've just decided that's happening. Because that's reasonable. Um, so I've got like six rockabilly skirts cut out. Um, but I haven't done anything. No, that's all stuff that's I essentially I was like, well, what can I what can I do with this? Okay, I've got a cute polka dot print here. I've got this nice like sort of floral print that would make a really cute like uh, drop waist sort of thing. And then and to that extent, yeah, absolutely, I'll look at what I have. And jewelry making, I do that a lot. I'll look at what I have in my stash already and just make something out of that. But then if it comes to, like, specific projects, like, for LARPs and whatnot, I'm, I, it just means more trips to Joann's. It's just, just constant trips to Joann's. One of my favorite things to do, if I have a little spare, bit of spare time, if you like being in public, is to go to the hardware store to go, especially a big one, like Lowe's, because I always have so much inspiration by the time I leave. I'll go look at the plumbing fittings and think, <laughs> what could I make out of these? What could I, what, what kind of weird tinkery things could I make? Oh, do you want to pay the C connectors? I, I don't, do I want a bunch? Oh, yeah. You can make a yeah, lamp out of those. I have a lot of them. I actually have a cool candelabra idea we can work oh, on if you yeah, want, out that of that a copper. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I guess. I, I don't... a bunch for the mech suit that I ended up not using. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was actually looking at, um, I was thinking about doing some shaped PVC for um, buffer weapons today. I haven't tried it yet. That's, that's how so my, I actually um, don't have a lot. My, my large crafting projects always go, uh, especially for, for fabrication for like Home Depot trips. I'll buy more than I need or buy multiple options and then just go return the rest. Uh, once I'm done making it, because I'm not sure what's going to... put them in my well-organized craft room, in my little bins that are... Now, this is this is true, though. I actually do have a very well-organized craft room that things all have a home where they go. So and, weird. And um, a good day for me is, is organizing that craft room and seeing what things I need to go to the hardware store and buy and then trying to restrict myself from getting extra things when I go. <laughs> yeah, I have cubbies where I... I ha- all of my patterns, I put... Each one has its own file folder. Um, and then I'll take the file folder and the yarn that I need for that pattern and put it in a cubby. And then I'll be like, hey, okay, what are we going to work on? Am I done with this thing over here? No, let's start a new pattern anyway. I'm laughing because Kelly's just shaking her head at us discussing our organization techniques. You guys all have organization techniques. Have you seen my craft room? No, I'm lucky I have a room with craft things in it. I still haven't found the cable for my sewing kit. It is somewhere in that room. I know it is. At some point, I'm going to find it. You know you can order them on. You know you can order them online. I I know, but I have it. It's there. I just need to. I can prime it it for you. It can be here in two days. (laughs) (laughs) We can just get it. I have to replace my uh, my serger cord anyway because it's falling apart. But yeah, my craft room is just complete and utter chaos. Every time I try and get it organized, a larp happens, and then chaos. That's my car. That's been my life for the last since. Ren Faire since before Ren Faire. Because I also work at the Renaissance. Oh, yeah. I work at the Renaissance Festival, and I do a lot of sewing for that. I don't know how I neglected to mention that. <laughs> I'm in a band with Mary and our friend Beasley. We're called the Shenanigans. Uh, we're delightful. They really you guys are. have a website. We, are, we have a Facebook. It is Shenanigans of Newcastle Town. Um, They're we, a lot of fun. If you guys listen, check them out. We're also on Bandcamp. Um, Shenanigans, our first album is out. It's called Everything is Fine Forever. <laughs> um, Hooray! Just a picture of us with like a town on fire in the background. <laughs> That's cute. It's quite cute. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, my craft room is also I have the added benefit of my craft room doubling as a guest room if people are because we have a lot of guests over pretty regularly and they'll crash if they're out of towners. So 
uh, just clear stuff out of the middle of the floor and inflate an air mattress, but that means that everything just gets pushed into... So what's happening is now there's strata building on my wall. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, yeah. my, my work desk, because I don't actually use it to work on my craft room. I usually actually do all my work in my living room and I just keep my materials and tools where they live, but I, I do have a, a desk in that room. It's a table. And that thing is kind of like that. It's strata <laughs> stuff. It's like... Okay, when did I last use paintbrushes? It was before I did that project, so it's probably behind the... Oh, there they are. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, have to find things. That's... I can also find things based on what LARP gear they're around. Um, mm -hmm. Like, okay, well, I brought these things to finish this project at site, because that's a thing I do now on staff, is I just bring projects to site <laughs> to work on on Friday night. Um, I just need better time management is what I need. I think we all do. I I'm with you on that. Um, yeah. I pretty much try and use my craft room um, so I keep all of it from exploding all over the rest of the house. Um, but my Wii U doesn't play DVDs or Blu-rays, so if I want to, like, watch a movie, because I love watching Inside Out while I'm crafting, <laughs> Aww. um, I, I have to go invade the, uh, living room, which I do. <laughs> also, back to the note on, uh, if you have a finished project in mind and that's how you start a project, or if you just randomly do it, I think I'm in the minority. I have to have a, I have to have a goal. I have to have, like... Uh, we are making this painting right now, and it will look like this, and I will have 5,000 tabs of reference photos up, and I'll <laughs> actually only, like, use maybe three, and I'll just merge them all mentally in my head and throw it on canvas. No, I'm with you on that when it comes to sewing stuff, because, well, like, actual project project, not just use up my stash, please. Um, but, like, but if it's anything, like, cosplay or LARP-related, like, yeah, it's... It, there's a finished like end goal, and then there's the the actual end goal, which is three steps down from the finished goal because I didn't budget my time right. Yeah. I was gonna ask. So you know, when I do commissions, I, I um, usually price on time based on time and materials. I give an estimate of um, how long I think it'll take and what materials I think I'll need, and ask the person if they are, are okay with that. Um, how do, are you at uh, estimating the time something will I'm take you? I'm actually quite good at estimating how long it'll take me. Um, oh, you've but, been doing it for so long. Right. Well, I, I, like, I have, I know how many hours a dress with, like, just basic simple line dress is going to take me. I know how many hours a course is going to take me. I know how many hours, like, a coat is going to take me and so on and so forth. Um, my problem is that it's all a lot of hours because it's sewing. Yes. So you, I, I offer people options. Like you can have essentially the slimmed down version, which is like, eh, maybe you only get two pockets on this and they don't have felted, like mm -hmm. they're, not, they're not welted pockets or they're not nice vest pockets. Or like we can, I, I, if I were to charge people full price for things that I made, like just giving myself $10 an hour, right? Not even like 15 or 12. Um, I would never, like, no one, I would not be able to make any commissions in our community because we're all broke-ass Yes, that is a problem. Um, for me, too, if I'm doing an, uh, more of an R&D project, designing something I haven't done before, I tend to just go by materials plus some amount instead of the hours because I know it's going to take, it's not fair to make somebody pay for my learning process. I've, already, I've just started doing a flat rate, like, material cost plus flat rate for item of clothing, and I know it's undercutting, but I... Well, undercutting, underpricing is or a big problem. underpricing, not undercutting. Yeah, it, it is a big problem for us. Um, we don't, I hope at least that we don't undercut each other in this community. I haven't personally experienced that or seen too much I, of it. I've I seen consult it. with people that, uh, that, like, I know are doing stuff. And, like, there's there's so many sewing commissions out there and mm -hmm. so few seamstresses that have the time for it that I, I don't think we have a huge issue of that. Yeah, your skill is actually one where I think it's probably less of a problem. I know I, I know people who are illustrators, um, you know, they do it for pay, for their living, and they have a big problem. People are like, I'll do it for 40 bucks. Yeah, no, me and Sean try and keep each other honest. Like, we'll harass each other. Like, 
Kelly, did you just charge fifty dollars for a painting that I know you spent two months on? Yes. Yeah. Sean, did you just charge only sixty dollars for that awesome painting? That's like, what is that? A three by four? Yes. <laughs> and yeah, and yeah, within our community, it's not. Again, that's we 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 do tend to a lot of yeah, artists tend to undervalue themselves. No, 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 we're trying to help each other. Yeah. You're you're worth it. You're really talented. Mm -hmm. Try and get. Oh, and whenever I'm commissioning somebody for something, I try to make that clear as well. Like, well, if I can't afford to pay what you're worth, then don't sell to me because I don't. Your yeah. your time is worth something. Your talent's worth something. Mm -hmm. You have a skill I don't, and I don't want to, you know, impose upon you. I want I want you to enjoy it and feel like you can make it. And, and it'd be worth you doing it. Yeah, but, um, that was something I had to learn when I would go to um, like the the cons because I, I go to Nerdicon. Um, be not aggressive. That's not the right word I'm going for. But be confident with pricing. If they don't want to pay it, then that's their shtick. Yeah, yeah that's especially bad with crocheting because mm -hmm. it takes us 20 hours to make like you know a couple scarves, and no one is going to pay $200 for a scarf. Yeah. But it's like I had a a big, um, well, I guess medium sized like wall hanging that I made of the night. Welcome to Night Vale. Mm -hmm. That was really cool. Um, I don't think I saw that. I well, I sold it. Um, <laughs> it's quite there's pictures. Yeah, I'll have to yeah, see. There's, there's pictures on on Facebook on on my Madcap uh, Facebook page, um, and like I was just gonna do sixty for it, um, but this. <laughs> This girl came up and she was like, oh my god, my boyfriend loves this show. Oh my god, he loves it so much. I have $50 on me. And I was like, sold. I don't even care. <laughs> you are so excited. She gave me a hug like for Aww, giving her the $10 nice. discount. So I that's was sweet. like, you, yeah. you have fun. I, I hope it's hanging up in his <laughs> apartment somewhere. I love going to cons and looking at, at the other things people have done. Now, I, I do have, and I know it's not... I know it's kind of frowned upon, but I do have the mindset of whenever I see something, whether it's something somebody's made or something for sale that, you know, looks like a, a, something that falls within my purview of crafting, I always have the, how would I make that? I think it's frowned upon. I think it's frowned upon to be like, well, I, I can do it better or, or, um, or to, or to like steal someone's it, really steal. specific idea and right. sell it for less than them because that – Again, jerky. Uh, yeah, and I've seen that on with online sellers quite a bit. I, in fact, that's something I actually try to avoid. I was uh, trying to do some pricing on Etsy for um, some leather guitar straps recently, and basically I just tried to keep my pricing commiserate with um, what it what I would normally charge and what other people out there are charging. I don't want to be super under for a really nice leather guitar strap and uh, be undercutting other people. Mm -hmm. I also want it to be a good value, so right. I do try to kind of price commiserate with similar things and try not to steal other people's designs if they're for sale. Right. It's, mm -hmm. it's like, a difficult like line to, to walk down. Mm -hmm. Which is why I don't I don't mind paying for patterns because patterns are generally three to five dollars yeah, depending someone, on how big it is. Yeah, mm -hmm. someone put twenty hours of work someone put twenty hours oh, of work yeah. putting that pattern together. Oh a pattern's well worth paying for, yeah. especially yeah, really uh interesting ones. I've um been making some vests and jackets lately and very happy with the patterns I got for those. So um, I don't think I've really purchased any patterns for leather crafting because that's stuff I can all kind of lay out myself. But, um, yeah. So um, I guess we talked a little bit about scheduling and pricing. Um, do you guys have any other stuff related to crafting and how it really falls in with um, with role playing in general? Um, actually, the uh, the one time, well, yeah, the one time I had a uh, art table at AWA. Uh, which is Anime Weekend Atlanta, because 
Mm-hmm. It's a great little local. Well, it's not little anymore. It's a great large anime con. That's gotten big. Um, that I. It's my home con. It was also my very first con. Was AWA two. So I go pretty much every year. Everybody's great. Uh, but it was my very first time with the art table. I split it with like three other artists, and I was really nervous because a lot of my art was literally role-playing characters that I played um but I actually did sell several of the uh, pictures because they were I guess they were generic enough that they looked like other people's characters and I did get um I was doing on the spot little uh AT, uh artist trading cards um for like five dollars because I that seemed to be about the fair amount for my skill set there were good to know I have a, I have a list, listing for that on my Etsy shop that I haven't made public yet I wasn't sure what to put for it well they're like really good like yeah actual like Superb artists who are like twenty five dollars, right? Professional because they're professional, and you'll be yeah. happy to pay that twenty five. Yes, you will if you can I afford it. Yeah, before at cons, um, but I'm like for my skill level, it seemed to be about five dollars was a good round pop. Yeah, so that's but... what I did. Um, but I will say it was the most terrorizing weekend I've ever had because I literally had people coming up to the table, pay me the five dollars, and then stand there and watch me. Oh, as I oh did, no! As I did and then their significant others would come by and tell me what a terrible job I did, how it didn't look right at what? all, and how they should get their money back. Uh, so please, did that happen more um, than support once? Support your local artist, but please, constructive criticism. Is appreciated. Also, wow. Yeah, I haven't done another art table since. I can't, I just, I get uh, really do an art table with me and I'll punch people for you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll totally punch people. Yeah, no, we'll do it. We yeah. missed it. I keep Look, doing... we already beat the patriarchy. Let's go I ahead and do this now. Too. It's like, we have to do the sign up in like the beginning of the year of February, which is usually my birthday, and I've already got a billion Next of other year, things. Next year, Kelly. Yeah, I, I, I say that for four years. I also yeah, find sure. the idea of uh, having an art table very intimidating. You know, I love showing off my work, or I like, um, you know, Ryan uh, has worn a lot of my costuming, other people have, and I love hearing people say, oh, Murph made this. I'm like, oh, but the idea of strangers coming and scrutinizing my work is it's very frightening it's to me. If I want to go in on a table yeah, and cover it. each other, that I am totally about, because I did love helping you out at Nerdicon. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. That was fun. It was it was nice having someone else there who I knew. Yeah, then you have somebody who can go get food, you have somebody yep. who can also, like, handle well, other people. I love talking to artists at cons. That's one of my favorite parts about Dragon Con oh, is going yeah, through Artist yeah. Alley. Sure, networking. I guess I'm not as much of a businessman. <laughs> no, I'm actually a terrible business person. I just like to make stuff. I, I need a manager. I need a handler, really. Which is but, funny because um, the, the the your your crafty character is the exact opposite. That is true. I do play a uh, very aggressive businessman in Fod. Um, you kind of kneecap someone else for for going under standard standard union prices. What we no well yes I established the trade union because people were uh, undervaluing our our items in play. So I went to all the other tinkers and engineer crafters and just had a very serious talk about um, how we don't undercut each other in this community. <laughs> and got more and more threatening as people didn't seem to be getting the point. It was a lot of fun. Moblin. Go Union! <laughs> yeah, I love that, uh, that I am the Moblin in that, in that now. Mo- mobster Goblin. Yeah. It, it's fun. I have uh, NPCs convinced that everybody in town's paying me protection. <laughs> so are they paying you protection now? The NPCs? Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> I mean, if everyone else in town is doing it. I mean, I am planning to retire that character soon with a, hopefully a, a mob retirement. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, that, that might be fun. Like, nope, now I'm just the mob boss. So was the uh, the crafting kind of a, just a wonderful synergy when you came to creating your characters? Absolutely. You? I love it. I, that was a part that was so much fun for me um, and also made it a little less scary because, again, when I first started LARPing, I was super terrified of all you people. And... Um, <laughs> 
making my own things and actually getting, you know, constructive feedback on it was, was very nice. And also getting to meet people and talk about crafting, getting craft time with my friends here, helped solidify friendships, and then also having the things I make be things in play. It's super fun. And less of my things have gone into play, I think, than anyone else here, because, you know, I have some of your art. I have some of your jewelry. Um, I had your armor. <laughs> now I've got to tell you something, Christine. <laughs> yeah. You've got art. Every time I come over to your house, you, you, you get art out of me. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's a skill. And, but I say that like it's some sort of extortion. Murphy just puts out a drop cloth and like a toolbox full of paint. I mean, okay, I also get out the gun, though. <laughs> All right. Hey, yeah. hey, I'm not. Whoa, dude. I am civilized. No, no okay. It's kind of funny. I was describing all my crafty injuries, and it happens every time. Like, if I make you leather craft, there's going to be blood stains underneath the, underneath the eye. Um, I cut myself all the time. I use a razor blade for all my cutting, which is not a safe way to do it, but it's just the most easy to do. But um, I don't like hot glue guns. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know why. They're not nearly as hot as the other things I burn myself on all the time, but they're scary to me. I mean, I It's because they look like they're safe. It's because they look like they're safe and they're not. Yeah, one time I had one, it was uh it wasn't extruding the glue, so I was pressing the trigger harder and I was um I was pretty young. I was making um I'd seen some sea seashell boxes um boxes covered in seashells for sale and again I'd be oh, I can make that, so I was making myself one with a ton of seashells with a hot glue gun and just it, it sort of exploded and just coated my hands in hot glue oh and seashells and I think that was when I stopped liking hot glue guns. Oh, that would do it. That would do it. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah, I'm much more resistant to heat now. You <laughs> got superpowers from that. I have a a wonderful industrial Kitchen glue workbench. gun that I got from my old warehouse What's job. What's an industrial glue gun like? Um, I have a little tiny one that I occasionally it, use it, when I'm. It's just you know. like your little tiny one, but on steroids. It gets way hotter. It works way faster. It was used primarily for putting together cardboard boxes. If you're willing to do that, you can handle any of the, of the stuff I use for copper. It's, you'll be fine. Yeah, so, it's, <laughs> like I said, it's, it's mostly the noise. I actually power use hand tools. tools. That really freak me out. I don't actually have a lot of power oh. tools. I have, uh, the only power tools I really use are, um, it's not a Dremel, it's an, it's an off-brand, it's, it's very nice, and I don't remember the brand name, and, a and an old drill someone gave me. Everything else I pretty much do with hand tools. That Dremel is super useful. Yeah. Murphy helped me cut up a Soviet cadet helmet thing. That was super fun. I, I still uh, have pieces from it. I was working on a Star Trek fan film, and they wanted a silver helmet. They they got me the helmet, and they're like, can you make this silver and take off like the visor and stuff? I still have the visor. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. It's going to be awesome, though, and probably after <laughs> the end related. I, I uh, like what I'm hearing. I like what you're selling, Christine. <laughs> but I just I called Murphy, and I was like, Murphy, I need assistance. I don't have – how do, you are a metal lady. How do I get metal off of things? And so she uh, – she showed up with her Dremel and cut and the my hacksaw. And her hacksaw. She went to town. I always have a hacksaw in my she car. So it's the most happy. useful tool. You were so happy about the whole process. Oh, I love that kind of thing. <laughs> I love the problem-solving aspect of crafting. Again, that's uh, I love making. I love repairing stuff. One of my funnest experiences at Forest of Doors. I was uh, on my monster shift and I hadn't changed out of my character's clothes yet. And the toilet was broken, and I had a bunch of chainmail pieces and some other stuff. Did you make a new chain? I I did. I fixed the chain in character, the character that plays an engineer. And then I went to one of the standards, like, all right, well I can fix it right now, and it'll last for a while. But to get the real part, it's gonna take me a little bit. And we were having this fun like role play of me being a a, a shyster contractor. But yes, I um, have actually fixed plumbing at a couple of sites now, and because I always have a toolbox with me. And right. it's Jury rigging stuff's fun. I fix people's glasses. I love doing that kind of thing. So um, that's one of my favorite aspects of crafting. Is how do you go from that to that using these things? I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't... No, no, that was it. Oh. 
Uh, I think I'm the outlier here in that uh, I, I haven't really played a crafty character. I played Craftsman of the Helmet Floors of Doors for a very brief time, but that that fell apart for multiple reasons. But uh turns out just being quiet isn't a lot of fun for me, <laughs> it turns out. Um, yeah, none of my other characters have been really crafters. Um, most of what I do is behind the scenes stuff from my role playing to augment or to to uh, add to my fun. Like one of my most beloved characters for me was my my uh, school marm turned into Victorian <laughs> might be murder woman scariest healer kit. <laughs> scariest healer kit. Well, got... I mean, I think yours and Miss Pitchflex together. Miss Pitchflex, my character, also. Is... Oh, I ended up giving it back to uh, Corey. Loaned it to me for a while. It had like a bone saw. I, I, I actually have awesome. it all. That's a, that's actually uh, the pieces from that are in my doctor's kit for AT. So I ended up returning it because I didn't feel safe using it <laughs> at a LARP. I was like, you know what? I might actually cut someone. I'll just go back to my. I made myself a uh, a torture kit, like a mock-up torture kit. It's got like leather straps in it and some some pliers. And that was the one I saw. Tubing. Nice. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that was bad. the one you used on me one time. Um, it, I made her a little. Uh, well, you also sewed a lot of Yohanna's clothing. I you did, those beautiful made, ball gowns. I made full. Uh, I wore full Victoriana. I'm not gonna say Victorian, so Victoriana esque. We know a lot of pedantic yeah. types out there. <laughs> be like, well, not technically. It's gaslight romance. No, I'm kidding. I ran into. Uh, I ran into a guy um, that was very upset by me calling things steampunk. <laughs> I love making steampunk things. It's fun. But. Um, but uh. And uh, also, sometimes I'll get inspired by even tabletop games to make stuff. I mean, I've definitely like made jewelry and things just based on tabletop games. I know we've all drawn our tabletop characters in our oh, friends. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Like, every one of us has. I think I have pictures of all of you guys' characters from different games. I think that's the most fun of, of art in tabletop RPG stuff, is being able to bring that to life. I play on uh, the Play Together project on Wednesday nights. Uh, we're finishing up our Tannhauser Gate session tomorrow, and I'm actually making a plushie of, I don't know if any of you guys have been following our misadventures, but we have, uh, one of my friend's characters has a little robo-buddy, because um, he makes robots, so he actually has a robot. His name is Busby. Um, he's Busby Mark 5, I uh, no, Mark 6. I don't know, he's Busby Mark something. The other ones have... <clears throat> Uh, been decommissioned. <laughs> there were some issues, but I'm making a little Busby plushie because he's just—he's become such an iconic part of our game. Like our GM does a special voice for him. He's adorable. We made banners to wave him on. Like we just—we—we we, we were wacky kids. So I—I I just wanted to because it's so—it's so much fun to take something that you see in your head and make it into something tangible. And I think that's the real draw of crafting for role playing, uh, in my eyes anyway. Yep, I agree. You, we see these things when it's tabletop, it's so vivid internally in our minds and in the story we're telling that it's hard not to want to make a representation exactly. of that. Yeah, like you could have someone who's like dressed in a tabard and being like, rah, rah, I'm a monster. Or you could have like a big like flowing gross thing of netting and, and slime and stuff that you made. Well, I know we're is... starting to run low on time. I would love to talk more about production values in LARP sometime. It's a, it's a, oh, well, it's a budgeting issue, right? Something that you're not going to see a lot. You probably don't want to put a lot of effort into, but you still want to look good. Oh, something that's going to be super important. Oh, yes, we should talk about that next time. Because that's where a lot um, of your crafting energy oh, most is going of, Most now, of my stuff is yeah. kind of running the two LARPs that I Well, that's why we're like, no, bring the robots back. I mean, <laughs> you made that amazing prop, and we'd hate to see that for one big bad. I just want yeah. it. It's done now. But, um, yeah, production values in LARP, and I'm doing a, little with, a lot with a little, or oh, yeah, simple absolutely. but impactful kind of art. You don't um, have to worry about 
space and real life time constraints and budget. Yep. One of the things I actually think of a lot, um, the Fleshcrafter tabards from Force of Doors that were around. They're very simple, oh, yeah, but they're so creepy and weird. They're the um, um they're the cheesecloth sort yep. of the um the Halloween fabric, right? Um, I don't actually know what they're made of. I've should I've messed with them enough, but yeah, they're a very simple design that. I don't know how long it took the person who made them to make them. She's also another seamstress in the in our community who who's made a lot of costuming over the years. But um they are again, they're not like a super complicated thing, but they still add a ton of pizzazz whenever they're out. You know immediately what that is and it's creepy. It's not just a piece of cloth draped over you while you go rar. So that's fine too. Right, exactly. Then yeah, nothing wrong with that, but it helps. I think the key word to think of on that is silhouette. If you can alter your silhouette in some way, it makes it yes. way better. It's That's a, a good point. I'm, we'll keep memorable. that in mind. Well, it, it, altering your silhouette but still remaining slightly human is the uncanny valley. That's Al actually, yeah. yeah uh, it also helps like at night because you can't tell the difference between colored tabards and stuff like that at night. So. Oh, yeah. And I hate the, what do I see? Like I, My goal is to run a game in which no one ever has to say, what do I see? They look out the window and go, oh, shit, a robot. Yeah. <laughs> no, we saw that robot. That was a robot with a chainsaw and an automatic weapon. That was a big fucking robot with a big fucking knife. I remember when Matt came out of the tavern, or uh, Scott came out of the tavern, he goes, that's a robot. <laughs> so and then we played Yakety Sex, because like, it was basically German Spotlight. If she saw you, you were fucked, so you had to stay out of her light. So she was walking around the building we use for tavern that has these windows all the way around it, so we were, like, crouching on the other side. At one point, I was laying on the floor under a table to avoid notice, and then scrambled the other way. It was it was fun. I also got stuck on the door coming in. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's really funny. Oh, error, it, was error. <laughs> it was too wide for one of the, but one yeah. of the drones pulled the other door Yeah, open. breaking up the silhouette, that is an absolute key thing. That's, that's actually something that comes up a lot in uh, illustrations. Mm -hmm. Just like, that's how you how make you a make... memorable character. Exactly. That's, 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 that's why the Simpsons look the way they look, and you know immediately... Yeah, and I actually pay attention to silhouette when I'm designing my costuming for LARP characters, though I hadn't really thought about it in those terms. That's just one of the ways I make them look very different from one another. Yeah, because you want to, like, okay, well, this can't look like me, but it is me, so what do I do differently? Or how do I make this character that wears a suit look different from that other character that wears a suit? Exactly. Because I love suits. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so um, I guess we're probably running out low on time, though. I do want to so. talk more about production stuff at some point so in the future. So if you do like these ladies nights where we chat, um, please let us know. Yes, uh, send we will your, uh, s send that um, what is it? Uh, <laughs> your demands? <laughs> yeah. Um, demands for us to take down that patriarch. <laughs> I mean, you Look, they're going to be fine. We're going to let them go eventually. They're tied up in the other room again because we wanted to do this again, but we're not we're not monsters. We, yeah, yeah, we left YouTube on. It's fine. We yeah, put them in a go-go cage. <laughs> what more do you want from me? So short shorts. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Send your demands slash requests to polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and to do uh, quickly before we wrap up, uh, our Etsy stores. Oh, yes. Um Mine is, uh, I actually share an Etsy store with two other uh, lovely creators um, at Chipper Cheaper on Etsy. Um, it's C-H-I-P-P-E-R-C-H-E-E-P-E-R. -E 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 uh, you can get woodland watercolor prints, uh, printed mugs, and of course, all of my cozy crocheted things. Um, can, I'm a bad person. Can someone look up what the Play Together Project tag is on Twitter? <laughs> I, think I think it's at the Play Together. Um, I know it's not the actual name because I think it was too long. 
Here, knock yourself out. You can use my phone while I look at it, while I uh, talk about my lack of an Etsy shop. I actually do have one. Um, there's not anything public on it, though I do have some listings. Maybe by the time this airs, they'll be available. So if you're interested, look up Miss Pitchblack's uh, Emporium of Oddities. It's the name of my shop. I actually don't remember my exact URL, or I give it to you. Probably should. Hmm. But um, yeah, so you can see some of our things there on Etsy. I don't think you actually have one, do you? I do not have an Etsy store. I do you have a art? Uh, yes, I have a DeviantArt, and that's about it. And I think it's probably been—it's probably time for my uh, yearly or two-year past update on my DeviantArt, which is uh, at uh, Ray Ino. That's R E I A I N O uh, on DeviantArt. I'm the only one. Yeah, yeah, I've never had one. I've got a laundry list. Um, I, my my Etsy is presents. my Etsy is Edges Unraveled. E D G E S U N R A V E L E D. Um, How gothy. Uh, just because I make a lot of fabric-based stuff. It's true, you and really also, do. I'm coming apart at the seams. So. <laughs> no, I meant that in a fun, crazy way, not a sad, crazy way. Um, that was an all-appreciation yeah. and commiseration. Um, we, uh, you can find the Brownies Boon on Facebook at uh, Brownies Boon. Um, let's see here, the Play Together Project, which is the uh, the live streaming tabletop group that I'm in, is at the Play Together on Twitter. And I believe just the Play Together Project on Facebook. And the shenanigans are shenanigans of Newcastle Town on Facebook. I think that's everything. Look at you, director my... of new media over there. I know. A million things I'm doing with my life. This is why I never get things done on time. Um, I think that's it for me. And my, my, my Etsy is horribly understocked right now because I just haven't taken pictures yet although dylan recently got a three-point lighting set and i'm very excited to take pictures Ooh, of that good i have a lot of to, things i need to take pictures if of to come over and take a bunch of pictures next weekend i think that is what's going to happen that's i think that's all the um the and of my course you know <laughs> and of course you know check out headcanon and all yeah, that yeah. we'll we'll, yeah. we'll release Poor them eventually they, they are happy with their go-go I will bring cage. them a sandwich, as is my place. <laughs> I'll slip it in between the bars. <laughs> Murphy, you've gotten trapped again. Damn it. <laughs> Thank oh, damn it, patriarchy. I've been institutionalized. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Thank you. And go roll some dice. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.